We're going to tie up all the loose ends from Gaebo to Gazebo this week on Hapless Heroes. Would this be a gazebo bonus action? Hello and welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Let's start as we usually do by introducing our cast. Starting from my left, we have Zach as Pregnart. I have a new gazebo friend. His name is Mr. Bushanks. To his left, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Killing an undead child is still killing an undead child. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Jarrell. I don't even know where that came from. Because it's a small thing that we're fighting. Oh, it yeah. Looks like, it looks like it a looks kid. looks like a child. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, all right. And to his left, we have, <laughs> we have Francesco as Felix Fizzlebottom. This is the best plan ever. To his left, we have Mike as Murph Eastlaw. Whee! And to his left. Was he toast? <laughs> oh, I forgot he used to do that. Right. Used to? He's not dead. <laughs> I mean, where has he been? Oh, oh sorry. Ship. Sorry. Rest sure. in peace, headphone users. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. It's supposed to be abrasive and horrible. That's a, po- that's a post-edit fix. And to his left, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Oh, Hedrick, what have you gotten yourself into now? And what we do have ourselves into is at least one round of combat has gone by. Yet, nope, it has been one round yes. with the thought of Vecna, a creepy undead pope child who seems to be running the operation in this town. So if I were beating his ass. I mean. Some I mean, knuckles have been thrown. Yeah. Um, Pregnart threw a gazebo. Yeah. Or, that, sorry, animated yeah. a gazebo, and then a gazebo threw itself at the thought of Vecna. Are you talking about Mr. Bouchonks? Yeah, Mr. Bouchonks. Well, I mean, henceforth now known as Mr. Bouchonks. Yeah. But this is all over trying to cure a plague. Just a quick recap. Um, the status effects that are currently happening, because we are definitely getting better at this now as a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we totally have consistency between episodes. Is that uh, we have the Conhex on the thought of Vecna. Uh, Murph has the Gust of Wind spell currently blowing... Blowing it, blowing at it, blowing. He's asking, <laughs> he's asking it to blow him. Like, I, there's a whole thing happening Questionable there. Questionable lots of blowing going on. The gazebo has a goddamn flying speed of 30. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and 30 feet, uh, 30, like a 30 foot radius from where the center of the gazebo was um, is uh, that sickening radiance. Right. And Jarrell still has the death ward from, Fe- uh, from Felix. Yes, and death yep. ward. Yes, we we did it. We did it, guys. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, everything inside of the gazebo is also animated and under Pregnard's control. Or oh, I thought it fell out. I well, realized that you could do that. We hadn't lawyered that I, the first no, time. No, yeah, we, okay, so the way that um, 
Dave lawyered it was that you were able to muster enough power to just animate the gazebo. Okay. Because yeah. it, might, it might be larger than what the spell may allow. However, it's I, I think it has specifics it's, for it, how many large it's making and smaller. A, it's making itself for a signature moment in this game. So we're going to allow it because it's awesome. And <clears throat> Craig not just wants to, to throw show. tables at him, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everything inside wouldn't really do much because the things that have legs or uh, obvious means of locomotion can't fly. No. And I was just picturing and them like flying rattling. Enemy. Yeah, just picturing them like rattling around inside of the gazebo. Yeah, they're, maybe they're just like dancing around inside. Because the presumably there's still. only one. Did they exit. fall out? Um, this is important detail before yeah. we start. Before we start now, initiative again. Did you just animate the gazebo or everything in a radius? So we had you had ruled it that he was only allowed to animate the gazebo. Okay. Yeah. So everything else we're going to say is incorporated into the new being of the gazebo as I don't know mouth parts or something like sure. that. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's just it's all it's just the one gazebo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Every all the items in the gazebo counted as part of the gazebo. That makes sense. Because <laughs> <laughs> as it anthropomorphized. Right. But let it be known, this is the last time I cast animate objects on only one object. <laughs> <laughs> right. How many does it allow you to have? Eight. So it's 10 objects, but um, tiny objects and small objects count as one item. Medium targets count as two. Large targets count as four. And huge targets count as eight. Okay. Okay. But I can have 10 total. Yeah. Oh, okay. So no, really the gazebo, mean, is, I thought we said, was large. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's more bordering on huge, but yeah. you're still allowed to animate a huge thing. Right. Yeah. So you but would only have change, room for two tiny things. It changes like the attacks, though. Yeah, it will. I think we said we decided, right? It's probably huge if that's the only thing he can yeah. animate. Okay, yeah. so we're retconning it as huge because I think it attacked as large last time. Well, now it's attacking as it's huge. Attacking as huge. <laughs> <laughs> Look huge. at us clarifying disturbing and horrible things and making this uh, combat hopefully uh, swing in our favor. I just yeah. got excited about the word huge. So let's huge. Uh, let's get speaking in of it. swinging huge. in our favor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so speaking of uh, swinging in anybody's favor, I you know what? That was a horrible segue. Yeah. <laughs> but a segue I, nonetheless. I, I'd hope it'd be stricken from the record, but I know it won't be. No. I could if you asked nicely. Meh, why? <laughs> Slim Shady, what do you have uh, going on here? Uh, so she's just going to fly to... So is Hedrick invisible still? Yes. Okay. I remember that too. You were also invisible. That's what I did on my. Hedrick ran away. My first turn, <laughs> yeah. I inspired Jarrell and then I went invisible. Slim is going to go to Jarrell. Yeah. To All give right. him some uh, some help. She's been helping the whole time so far. Yeah, I just it, we're we're still close to each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like so. Like I just want to make sure that. Um, Wait, are you still on my shoulders? Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't think we had decided that you weren't. But. I was just like, I just narrowly avoided a finger of death. Uh, yeah. So I might maybe start making myself more mobile, especially because this thing is now immune to my among the dead situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to hop off of Jarrell. All right. And you are I, now off of Jarrell. Yeah. And just move, I don't know, let's say 25 feet back from him. So that's about as far as I can go, anyways. Okay. 25 feet back. Now, how far. I know we were trying to push the um, 
We're trying to push the thought of Vecna back into the shit, back into the sickening radiance. How far is it out of the radiance right now? Um, you said it was levitating. Right? Yeah, I, he was levitating. His fly speed was 30, so I believe that took him 30 out of it. Yeah, yeah, but he went straight towards us. Yeah. It? Okay, so he still needs to get pushed 30 back. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fire three Eldritch Blasts at it. Okay. Because if one of them connects, it gets pushed 10 feet and its movement speed gets reduced by 10 feet. Okay. Okay, so 14, 14, and 22. The 22 will do it. Okay, great. At least one hits. That's going to be... Wow, that sucks. Uh, six force damage, and it gets pushed back 10 feet. Okay. Um, and its movement speed is reduced by 10. Because it is a it's a agonizing blast for the extra damage, and then it's also Lance of Lethargy and whatever, the uh, Repelling Blast. So okay. the invocations that are on that. So it just, right. poof, just pushes it back. All right, so he's pushed back, and what else happens Slowed by 10 feet. Slowed by 10 feet, okay. It's until my ne- it's until, the, it, until the start of my next turn. All right. And uh, that's that's all she that's all she wrote. Okay. And now we have the boss. Please make a strength saving throw. <gasps> oh yeah, start of its turn. Yeah, that's right. So you said uh, he needed to make a strength saving throw. That is correct. That might not do it at a seven. Yes! Nope, not at all. It's super exciting. Okay, so what's he happening? He gets pushed 15 feet toward the sickening radiance. Okay, That's... he is now five feet away from the sickening radiance. Wait, would he not? Because he started, started a little 30. off. But he, like, he was in the center of the gazebo. And the sickening radiance was around the entire gazebo. Was he in the it's center? The of The center of the radius was in the center of yeah. the gazebo. And he how big is the, the radius? Center, though. He was 30 foot radius. Yeah. He was already a little ways out toward. Out but towards definitely not five feet from. <laughs> he flew 30 feet towards you. Out of the sickening radius. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying he's five feet out right now. Okay. After being blown right. Back. So he got 10 plus 15 is now five feet from the yeah. sickening radius. Dang, so yeah. close. It's, it's right. close. I'm yeah. just going off of I adjudicated him to get 30 feet out of it at the beginning <laughs> right. of this, and I'm just going to yeah. okay. go off of that. That's yep. fine. We're close. So he's five feet away right now. Correct. He also, just to, to clarify all of this too, he has minus 10 feet from what Fran just did. So we right. can, yes. Yeah. And he also can only move one foot for every two it's based half. on his he's speed. Half. His, his yeah. speed is half. It's difficult yeah. terrain. So right. whatever his speed half. is, so right, he's is also... Is he halved first or halved second? Uh, what do you mean? If his move is 30, is he going to 15 oh, or is he going to 10? Halved first because the wind. Well, hold on. Well, the wind is already. It, why don't we just go by order the, of effect? Because the wind was first. Right, but the sure wind has been. It doesn't matter. Okay. Either way, his his move is halved whether he. I guess what's the difference? Check is the difference like five feet or what is that? You know what I mean? Like, um, is, is it significant? So he's blown back. Uh, the blown back was ten. So he's there. So he's already minus have 10, ten feet to move. We're gonna say that went first. So thirty is now twenty feet flying. And now right. he's that's, that's half, which is 10. ten. So he can only move yeah. ten feet. So I turn. argue this because the the gust of wind was first. So his speed was already halved before he got hit yeah. to fifteen. To fifteen. What's fifteen? Minus ten makes five. Yeah. That is a kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, 
Dave's a DM, so he gets to tell you what uh, what that. I'm gonna is. say that um, he was minus the ten first, and then it's halved. That's Before that's his that ruling. <clears throat> so he's at ten. We've made our case. Uh, <laughs> I disagree. Suck it up. Whatever. The gust of wind was already happening. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ten is still fine. Sure. He gets his ten. He's out fifteen right now, yep. and that's that's it. Not like he's not going to get blown back in next turn or something. Right. I mean, that's like oppressive. Pretty well. Right. Yeah. Like, we're doing our best. We're fighting hard. Concentrating on that wind. Okay. Do you have, do you have other stuff you can do, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, no. It's no, not his turn. turn. Oh, right. Yeah. It was yeah. just the yeah, start no, of the no. turn. It's the start of my turn. I was like, so. oh, wait. <laughs> Oof. Okay. So, we are now at the thought of Vecna's turn. After all the shit. Yes. The thought of Vecna raises his uh, right hand with sort of a claw sort of up toward the sky and re- sort of the same way that you would have seen Arion Black do it, reach into a hole that he just created with his hand, reached into a gap in reality, and yanks out a scythe. Not entirely unlike what uh, Arion Black had. Okay. A little bit simpler but much larger, about eight foot long. Um, oh, God. So it's like handle. twice the length of the thing that we're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous looking. With uh, a four foot curved blade that seems to be smoking, like either black smoke or shadow is coming from it. But the handle itself is just plain wood. And he tosses it out into the air in front of him where it floats of its own volition. Great. Cool. Yeah. Oh, God. Thanks. Is it cool? Yes, it sounds super freaking cool. frightening. It's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> so the thought of Vecna will then use that to attack against Murph. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast Counterspell. Again? <laughs> you're counterspelling everything. It's awesome. I didn't, yeah, how many times can you do that? One. Yeah. You have counter one already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah if you've I'm got more enough. uses. Uh, I'm going to cast it at fifth level. So if it's a fifth level spell, it automatically stops. Fifth level or lower? Or lower. Okay, uh, then, yeah. This you disgusting have... weapon just, poof, just poofs out of existence? Yeah. Wait, hold on. What's, what's, okay, yeah. so mm, let me bring it up. What's Murph's Two little seconds. counter spell? Because uh, uh, he's, he's got a thing for every little right. one here. I do. I just hope I don't um, forget how I did it the first time. So this, um, so I'm imagining again. This this scythe is just careening towards okay. you. I can't remember exactly if I've if I've done a, a description for counterspell already. No. Um, but this is how I'm going to go for it. So he literally, um, as the scythe starts to come at him, he slowly lifts up his hand, and it's just one finger in the air, and he just waves it like, no, no, no. Yeah, like the Kebe Matumbo. Right, yeah. And it just stops uh, uh, uh. the sight. You didn't say the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. Well, there's no... <laughs> all <laughs> Literally, all he does is just wave his A finger. wag of the finger. That's He's, it. No words, no nothing. Yeah. Just wags just his finger. It's a somatic component. He's just got to cool. wag the finger and it's done. Wow. All right, and uh, it fizzles. You just noped away this sight. I did. <laughs> The thought of Vecna screams <laughs> like he is having a temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. And I'm causing it. No, 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 no! Wow, childish. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
quite. Have we seen a face to this thing yet? No, it's got that like weird like mask situation. I'm not sure if I want to know what's under there. And we'll, uh, yep, take the bonus action for Necromancer's Bolts, uh, where it fires another three. I believe it's, uh, he's already used them before. Yeah, we have to make saves? Yes. So he casts another three Necromancer's Bolts at, um, let's see, we're going to say uh, Jarrell, Felix, and Murph. Okay. And they are all, you are all going to be making a constitution saving throw. <sighs> I'm so bad at those. I'll add three from Jarrell, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Still within. Was it thirty feet of you? Wait, right? is this hitting no, me too? No, no, it's only ten feet. Oh, then I don't have that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Dave, is this hitting me too? Um, no, just the three of them. Okay. Can I use uh, Slim's inspiration on this one? It is the. Um, it's no, it's specifically there to help you attack. Okay. Like when I when I did the help action, I kind of like you have to you choose like help with like yeah, yeah. checks or help with attacks, cool. and I chose attacks. Okay, so uh, let's see. Um, Jarrell, what did you have? Eight. All right, so you'll be taking that. Um, Felix? Eleven. Yep, you will. Uh, Murph? Eight. All <laughs> right, so each of you will be taking 30 necrotic damage. Ooh, boy! Felix looks really hurt. Remember, we have temporary hit points. Um, how many? We had 16. Yep. Okay. No, I, I, don't already, know how I already lost mine. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still have 16. I already lost mine. We've so I take 14. Right. Big oof. And that will be, uh, barring the move, I believe we already talked the move into there, but he had moved 10 feet forward because that's all he had left for move. Right. He's now 15 feet away from yeah, we caught that. the shit. Okay, great. Okay, good. That was all covered. That is the end of the Thought of Vecna's turn. Can fucking I also just ouch. say that I'm really glad that I stopped that fucking scythe spell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been really screwed. Felix looks really hurt. Like, like is like, like, like coughing and panting inside of his suit. These don't, these don't do any cutting damage, right? So my suit's still intact. I'm just like, uh, yes, that's just necrotic damage. Your kay. suit is still intact. Yeah, I'm just withering away from the inside now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And it is now Hedrick's turn. Um, so Felix is right in front of the thing. And Not got, anymore. And got blasted. Not anymore. He moved back. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Hedrick's going to stealthily make his way over to Felix, and uh, he's going to come up next to him and say, Shh, don't worry, man. It's me, Hedrick. Just hang on. And he's going to start to sing into his ear very lightly. Just <laughs> And it's going to just emanate out of my mouth into his ears and his body will start to magically cure and rejuvenate. Oh, very nice. Ooh. So I'm gonna use um, cure wounds at third level. Does that tingle, Fran? Um, it, in all the right places. Yeah. Ooh, I would think. Good, because tingling in the wrong places would not be good right now. <laughs> he also asked Fran and not Felix, so. Oh, yeah. I did ask Fran. That was a real feeling. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fran's tingling, did I, not did Felix. Did I say Fran? No, I did. Oh. oh. <laughs> I asked Fran Ooh. not feeling. He asked Fran if he was tingling yeah. in all the right and, places. And Fran is tingling. That's good. That's good. <laughs> 16, 16. I will gladly take that. And um, he's going to, if um, 
About how far away would you say I was to get up to Felix? Well, cure wounds, you have to be on top of me. Yes, so I had to move up to touch you. All right. At yeah, least, how, yeah I guess how sing, far was he to from sing, me? To sing directly into your ear. So uh, he, um, how far away were you originally? I think I just used my movement to go 30 feet. Yeah, you were flanking. trying flanking. Out, yes. out, I just went straight so out probably, to the side away yeah. from the group. All right, so now you had to pull it in about yeah. 25 or so, you said? Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah. let's say you got another five feet. Okay, um, I am uh, going to take five feet to kind of move between Felix and Murph. And I'm just going to, again, try to inspire Murph. Uh, just holding that, holding that invisibility, staying still, but it's... Uh, Short in height and strong in girth. When you're in a fight, just call a murph. (laughs) 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 Amazing. Fantastic. Amazing. Let's see if it works this time, buddy. Now, is that bardic inspiration you're giving him? Yeah, the bonus action. Okay. And that's all my movement, so that's me. Is that a D10? Yes, one D10 can be added to ability check, saving throw, and attack throw. Yay. All right. Pregnart, we are coming up into your turn. All right. Yes. Pregnart. Pregnart. And his gazebo, which was called what again? <laughs> Mr. Bouchonks. I need to write this down because I'm going to forget. And I'm, I'm going to really <laughs> offend him if I forget. Pregnart and Mr. Bouchonks. Best friends now. B-U-S-H-A-N-K-S? I'm going to say B-O-O-S-H-O-N-K-S. Boo-shanks. 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 O-O-N-K-S. O-O-N-K-S. Right? Boo-shanks. Yeah. B-O-O-S-H-O-N-K-S. No, I thought it was B-A-U. No. B-O-O. B-E-A-U. B-O-O-S-H-O-N-K-S. B-U-U. I like that better. Mr. Boo-shanks. B-U-W. <laughs> Actually, you know, let's put a umlaut in there, Mr. Bouchonks. Yeah, Mr. Bouchonks. The first you doesn't have the umlaut, but the second you totally does. There's no U's. They're O's. They're all O's. There's an umlaut over the O. B Y Y. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Okay, so here's how it is. Bouchonks. It's B O O S H O N K S, and the second O has the double. I think it's only called an umlaut. If it's over an a U, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's something else if it's over an yeah. O. But it has the double. Has the, the yeah, it's an omelet. It's, <laughs> it's an omelet. <laughs> it's an omelet. There's an omelet over the omelet second Omelette du fromage. <laughs> <laughs> omelet du fromage. The hapless heroes ruin language. Um, <laughs> so it's Mr. Correct. Beer shonks. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like it. All right. But I think... It's pronounced as Bouchonks. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm glad we covered this. <laughs> so who's acting first? Pregnard? Uh, Pregnard or, is, yeah. Okay. So BC. <laughs> Pregnard is going to cast Lightning Bolt at uh, fourth level. Lightning Bolt. Oof. Lightning Bolt. Uh, how does he do that? Ice ball. Uh, he's going to fart out a Lightning Bolt. <laughs> quick uh, about face and uh, let him have it. Huh? He's going to kick out one leg and let her rip. Out of one butthole and into another. Huh? That's right. Yeah. We already we already covered most of Pregnant's last time. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Out of one butthole and into another. But he himself this is, this is, is the a, hapless yeah. heroes, not Ren and Stimpy. Uh-huh. Starting Lightning <laughs> Bolts back and forth forever. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's the most useless card. Inside Pregnard's. Take, um, take that to your butthole. 
<laughs> Where Bang was I? Hoyo. Okay, yeah. So I need uh, I need a couple D's, D6s. Uh, oh, oh. How many D's you need? Nine. Oh. I have a whole Sounds bunch. Sounds like here. a lot. <laughs> Does Thunderbolt automatically hit? Uh, there's a dex save, save. But it takes damage if whether it saves or not. It's going to be a dex save. Dex save. All right. All right. It will more than likely fail the deck save with a six. Yeah! That's gonna be a fail. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Oh. That's gonna be 30. 30 lightning damage. 30 lightning damage. Yeah, baby! He takes 30 lightning damage and looks slightly crispier. And, um, Pregnart, upon lowering his leg and wafting away some. <laughs> Some burnt, some vitriol, <laughs> some, some burnt lightning, lightning bolt, butt hair gas. Um, <laughs> commands. What a sentence! Right. <laughs> you know, never thought you'd hear that, folks. Just such rich use of language. People think the frog doesn't have any hair, but it does. Just only around the butthole. It still doesn't stop. That it is from a detail that literally nobody wanted. Well, now it's not so accurate because it was just burned away, and. Uh, <laughs> Klingons have been defeated. Repeat, the Klingons have been defeated. Today is a good day to die by a butthole lightning bolt. Yes. And he doesn't quite die by butthole lightning bolt, although he may already be dead. He is not (laughs) re-deadenified by this lightning bolt, but he is made more crispy by it. To which uh, Pregnant reacts, Mr. Bouchonks, do the smash on the bed, man! (laughs) And uh, <laughs> the gazebo makes his way over to the bad man. And <laughs> he's going to, Mr. Bouchonks is going to bludgeon him. Or they, them. It. Have we determined uh, gender them. for the it. bad person? No. No. It's an it. A floating yeah. undead pope child? Yeah. So it is a child? It's androgynous. Oh, yeah, yeah, and young enough where you have no idea, and, and undead enough where it doesn't matter. So yeah. that is going to be Ooh. a Ooh. twenty-four to hit. Yeah, twenty-four will do the job. And we did decide this was going to be huge, right? Yes. And the gazebo oh, is going to be huge. Can I get a D twelve? <gasps> oh, I love them D twelve. Two D twelve. Two D twelve plus baby. four. Because its strength is apparently 18. May you roll mighty and true. Ooh. Oh, those are nice numbers. 19. Plus four. That's a 23 damage. 23 Via damage. gazebo. <laughs> Via Mr. Bouchon. 20, 23 Mr. Bouchon's well, damage. What kind of uh, damage is that, That's though? bludgeoning. Bludgeoning Bouchon's. Ooh, wait a second. There is a damage resistance to bludgeoning, oh, no. so we've got to do a oh. little bit of math there. Is it halved? Yeah, it 15. is. 15. 15, okay. Oh. Butt bolt to Bouchon bludgeon. Whatever, we have a gazebo attacking this thing. We're on the right side of this battle. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on the right side of the gazebo, you know you're on the right side. We should make t-shirts. With gazebo on our side, how can we <laughs> fail? Right, right. All right, Phil, that's our next t-shirt. Let's do it. 
Okay, so... See, now you're here, so we can tell you exactly what yeah, you need to do in the moment. But I'm just going to keep telling you things, even if they're completely ridiculous and would demand way too much of your time. Yes. So you're allowed to say no, just like You're private. not allowed to say no, but you should pretend that you're going to do it and then right. just ignore on, us. On the air, I need you to agree with everything I say, but off the air, you could totally say no. And, and that's all going on the air. Right. <laughs> Full disclosure. The right answer to that is, okay. We're transparent. You can't see us anyway. So how much uh, bludgeoning damage did that end up? So he had taken 15. He'd taken 15. Yes. Okay. All right. So Mr. Bushongs, you did a good job. Oh, my God. Where did this come from? He did it. He did it. You made that? Is that the sunbeam coming out of Pregnard's mouth? (laughs) He has to be in a space suit, though. It's amazing. (laughs) Doesn't matter. How to put him in a space suit. It's glorious. Trying to figure out how to put him in a space It's going on the Discord. (laughs) That's too much. (laughs) All right, we can edit that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. (laughs) Wow. All right, so yes, he has taken some damage, so that's two actions. Do you have any other bonus action-y things going on there? Uh, The gazebo attack was my bonus action. Oh, okay. Sounds good. There's a lot of stuff going on in this combat. And Murph, it's now your turn to contribute to that lot of stuff. Um, so he reaches into his his um, his bag. He pulls out uh, like a handful of dust, puffs it in the air, and says, "Ice balls! Ice balls! Balls of ice!" Okay. Um, so a hail of rock hard ice. Uh, comes from the sky, seemingly out of nowhere, uh, in a 20-foot radius, uh, and pelts him with uh, with Ice hail. Balls. Sorry, I'll move closer to that. And then uh, he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. A dexterity saving throw. Where's the center of that radius? Uh, it's right where like, he is. Like, into the shit? But he, like, it's the center where it's, we get all of us. So he is what? He's 15 feet from the ship. Yeah, 15 feet from the ship behind me. So I'm centering it on him. But Jarrell's there. No, I'm not. He got pushed. Oh, yeah, back. he got pushed. Yeah. Uh, right? So 20 foot radius. So he is now in that. Yes. And then hopefully will then be pushed into the ship. You're the best, Murph. I'm trying. All right. So. Wait. Do you have to concentrate on Snorlax Noble Stone? No. You don't? It's instantaneous. Because oh, it doesn't, it doesn't oh, continue it just to happen. Right? It just oh, okay, happens. okay, okay, okay. He's All just right. getting pelted by snowballs. Right. So meanwhile, there is a very strong gust of wind coming out of my other hand. All right, and he rolled a 19. Okay, that does save. Mm, that saves. So he's taking half. Um, he is going to take half as much damage. That okay. is correct. So he, so I'm going to roll. Oh, All right, I'm going to roll 2d8 for uh, bludgeoning. So that's going to be All right. He, he has a resistance to that. So yeah, we're doing that one first. So this is going to be then quartered. Yeah. Wait, what? 2d8. Because he only takes half, and then he takes half because of, of his resistance. Right. Is that yeah. also oh, yeah. resistance and a saving throw? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So he takes one damage. One. Okay. <laughs> one bludgeoning damage. One bludgeoning damage. Uh, but he also takes... Um, 4d6 cold damage. Okay. He also has a resistance to cold damage. <laughs> of course he does. Bitch. Well, this is a boss fight here. Right. As he should. Ooh, that's better. 11, 17, 21. So he takes Ten cold five. Damage. Oh, five cold damage. Five Shit. cold damage. 
Yikes. Okay. Well, you know, it's fucking something. So yeah, every, um, everything counts. Yeah, but we, now we know what, you know what uh, elements to not use. Like, um, I know Necrotic's not doing shit to him because my Hex would, would be doing the extra damage. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I hit him with Eldritch Blast. And I think I'm going to end my turn. All right, and that will be Murph. So we are back to Jarrell. Uh, so seeing that the creature got pushed back further away from him, so it's about, what, 15, 20 feet away from Jarrell right now? Yes. And Jarrell's pretty much in the middle of everybody when it comes to a 30-foot radius. Uh, Jarrell's going to lift his hand in the air, and a bright um, light is going to come out of his hand. He's going to use Turn the Tide. So everybody gets back five health. That's it? Yeah, that's turn, it. Turn the tide is just 1d6? Yeah. 1d6 plus, plus my charisma modifier. Really? Yeah. That's your channel divinity, though, right? Yeah, but it's for everybody, though. It is everybody, yeah. Each regain 1d6 so, plus charisma. one, two, three. Technically, he just gave, like, 20 health. 25 yeah. health. If Instantly at a short rest. Right. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is something pretty decent. So, yeah. so six, five? Yep. Yeah, uh, five. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Jarrell is going to uh, swing at thing. Oh, that was as a bonus action? Yeah, that okay. was a bonus action. Actually, yeah, Channel Divinity. Uh, what was it, a 19? 18. 18? I can't. I think it was a 16 or a 19. Yeah. Either way. It's going to hit because it's plus all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, it's going to hit. I'm going to use... I'm not going to use um, Divine Spine on the first attack. Okay. Because I only got one left. Okay. Um, so... I mean, you had... This, okay. The first one's a hit. Okay. So uh, it's 17 slashing damage plus four, 10 radiant damage on the first attack. So that's 24 total. And then the second attack, I'm going to use the hits, but I'm going to use Slim's inspiration. Yeah. Whatever. Didn't work. Uh, and I'm going to make that one the Divine Smite. That's 52 more damage. So 52 damage, which would be enough to kill it. This is where he's going to proc the death ward that he had on him at the beginning. Okay. So he is instead reduced to one. Ooh. Go Jarrell. Go Jarrell. All right. So now we get to Slim Shady and Felix. Hold hold on. Before I finish my turn. I'm sorry. How many feet did I move up? You had to get up to it. So I think it was like 20 feet. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to move 10 feet back towards Pregnard. Okay, you will provoke the attack of opportunity. Oh, shit, yeah, never mind. Well, you did. You oh, said it. Yep. I didn't think about that, but I, um, it's my fault at this point. I mean, now, is it just a melee attack that you get for the attack of opportunity? Unless or it, it has the sentinel feet, or the, what is it, mage, something mage feet, which allows it to cast a spell as a opia. Otherwise, it's a melee attack. Yes. So we're just going to, uh, yeah take a swing with uh with um he is at, you know what he's gonna do he's gonna w- wind up and uh backhand you like pimp hand slap you across the okay. face while you're trying to back great because he can levitate up to his face anyway. does he still have freddy Kruger, Kruger claws or is that something different no that was something different damn it but this is going to be a 14 against your ac no so it just kind of tinks harmlessly off yeah. of uh, as your helmet. as jarrell runs back to uh pregnart he just deflects it with his shield and makes his way back to pregnart like yeah nothing Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else on your turn, Jarrah? No, that, that'll be it. I just okay. wanted to make sure that I'm so, still protecting Pregnant. We're going to take our legendary action here mm-hmm. at the end of Jarrell's turn. Uh huh. Dun, dun, dun. Let's dun. see. We are going to 
cast a spell, and uh, let's see, we're going to cast a divine word, although in this case it would be profane word. <laughs> He's going to swear so, at us. So what does it do? What does it look like? It just yells, boobs! So the word of Vecna, which is just some incomprehensible thing in some language that right. makes absolutely no sense to you, echoes. The most, the most offensive word in every language. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, we're going to go with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference, and he shouts, Belgium! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And the divine slash profane word echoes through all of you. I'm going to choose any. Oh, he has another one. We are at the top of an... No, wait. Yeah, because I've already gone again. It's It's after my next turn. Yeah, you've already gone since you reacted? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he has. (sighs) All right. No, 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 sir! <laughs> At which level will you cast it? Uh, fourth level, Okay, please. this is a seventh level evocation. Okay. So? So, I, the DC uh, is equal to 10 plus the spell's level. So it's 17. It is a 21. 22, sorry. Uh, yeah, 22 will do it. We'll beat the 17. We'll yeah. beat Countered. 17. So I counter that spell. No, 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 sir! And he screams again, shouting all sorts of it's unintelligible babble at this point. He's starting to rave. Okay, so it's not he's not just screaming Belgium at this point. No. <laughs> no, he can't even form proper swear words at this point. He's starting to get really pissed off. Yeah, well, it's almost dead. Yeah. Alright, so we are at Slim Shady. You still have his baby? <laughs> I still have his baby. Slim's gonna go right to Hedrick, actually. Alright. Can, um, can well, he see me? Nope, can't. It's gonna go to Pregnart. I want the next person who Slim can see that can, is gonna be, you know, I mean, like, you know, like the person who seems to be, like, kind of operating the fastest, like, needs to be with them <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna help you with your next uh, attack roll, because this thing I can see is on its last leg. Mm-hmm. But then Felix is gonna shoot three fucking Eldritch Blasts at it. As one should. Yeah. All right. Hot, hot, hot. 20. Oh! 21 and modified 20. Okay, so you, since you already know the score about his HP, uh-huh. I want you to describe how he dies. Oh, Do you shit. kill it? The three Eldritch Blasts hit it with so much force that it pushes it back into the sickening radiance. Sick. Wow. And it just, like, disintegrates into that sick radiance. Yeah. Sick. Like, it's just, like, wispy (laughs) ashes and smoky shit is, like, all that's left. So not only did the Eldritch Blast literally destroy him, but then the sickening radiance literally just, like, destroyed the the ash. His body is blasted back in (laughs) it. Now, can you see through the sickening radiance? Yes. In fact, it illuminates things that are in it. Okay. They cannot become invisible. (laughs) All right. That is good to know. So we have described that now. uh, His last ability, Parting Gift... When the thought of Vecna is reduced to zero hit points, it is unconscious but does not die. Instead, its body rapidly decomposes. And at the start of its next turn, the thought of Vecna becomes a cleaver gaunt with full hit points. Oh, we didn't see that coming. So out of the radiance comes a charging, a very pissed off cleaver gaunt. 
Can it make a constitution? <laughs> <laughs> sure can. And as a bonus action, can I move my con hex to it because the original creature died? Yes. Good job, Felix. Well done. I knew you were gonna kick yes, him. Yes, that this. is that it, that is perfectly within the rules. I that am works. Sh- I am shrieking in horror as I see this this thing come back. Mm-hmm. But at least it's in the shit. Mm-hmm. So it needs to make a con save. And it will make its attempt at a con save. Now the hex means he's doing it at disadvantage, correct? That is correct. All right. You piece of shit. <laughs> Not you, Dave. The, 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 That's okay. The, the cleaver gun. I was talking to the cleaver gun. <laughs> Let's see. So that, uh, that two on the die plus eight will still only give us ten and not do the job. <sighs> okay. So is it speed is halved? Um, I'm going to tell you uh, real quick one more time. So it is emit. It's it, it now emits itself a dim greenish light. Greenish, greenish light. light. Uh, and it takes 40 10 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, 18 radiant damage suffers one level of exhaustion and right. emits the Dean Greenish Light. Greenish Light? Thanks. 18 radiant damage, <laughs> okay. Alright, so it takes its damage, it emits the dim greenish light and cannot turn invisible. And I'm gonna move another 25 feet back Yeah. and end my turn. And at the start of its turn, it needs to make a constitution save. Actually, does it does it also need to make a save against the gust of wind, or is it too far now? It's uh, at yeah, the start of his next turn. Got it, got it, got it. Well, so it's coming up. I'm ending my turn. It's a new creature. The gust of wind affects all creatures, though? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Because I haven't stopped doing it. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Because it's 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 come out of where it was, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So but yeah, it's still like in. it's not like all the way in the shit. It's just in it enough to get hurt. So but it's like, in my yeah, gust of it's wind. In your it gust of started wind. in there in the and cone. came a charging out, and now this is its a charging out. I'm really this. glad I uh, articulated that it got pushed back into the shit. Yes, that was important. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it comes a barreling out as it possibly can, and it's making another con save and a strength save, whichever one you want to do first. Okay. We'll start with the con. Wait. With well, the hex. Wait, hold on. It has to make the strength save first. But no, it, they're both effects at the start of its turn. Right. So oh, I no see. No matter I see. what. Yeah. You're right. right. Yep. You're right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is only going to be an 11. Dun, 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 dun. It's right there. Let's just let you have that for a second. 20 radiant damage. Okay. And it is now another point of exhaustion. Speed is halved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. So now we're making our strength save. Correct. Which Felix, is Felix, not at disadvantage. Felix God. is hyperventilating at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> and that is going to be a twenty-six. But his dis his speed is still halved again. From me. From the gust of wind. It's a, but it's saved. It's saved. It's not half, right? No, the save is from damage. What? No. Or I'm sorry, from being moved. I can't move it back 15 feet. Because that sounds broken. Nope. 
Any creature in the line must spend two feet of movement for every one foot it moves when moving closer to you. Because he still has to go against it's the wind. It's considered difficult That's true. terrain. Yeah, I guess he just isn't pushed You've back. just created a very difficult situation. His strength check is for not yeah. being pushed. How wide is the line, by the way? Uh, ten feet. Okay. So if I'm not moving against it, I can move my movement as normal, laterally and out of it. That's true. I mean, he, you haven't figured yeah. that out. I wasn't going to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can also, in a bonus action, move my hand yeah, to follow right. you during my turn. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that'll be what he does, but he's still speed halved anyway. Uh-huh. Does he want to move? But he's move? going to move his 15 feet to the right. He moves only seven. He's halved mm-hmm. from exhaustion. And have from the gust if of wind. Only have if he's moving toward you. Oh, right. Fair. It's not moving towards gotcha. you. Gotcha. It's yeah. moving laterally. Okay. You finally fixed my bro. The, yeah. the broken part of the That was where the you just kept moving was. forward. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's going to move laterally for this turn, and now we are into that turn. But that means he's also still in the shit because he moved laterally. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Possibly. Depends on the circle. That would be lovely. We're going to say he's in it just for now, just to, you know, play nice. Just, well, I I don't want to be that big of a dick. Just to see how it feels. Um, Actually, I'd prefer if it was out, because in order to. You can push it back in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it only takes damage when it enters the area for the first time on a turn Mm -hmm. or starts its turn there. So if it's already in it, when someone else starts their turn, nothing else happens. You have to, it has to be out for it to be able to take damage again by being pushed in. Sure. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So as long as it's in it, it has until its next turn Mm -hmm. to get hit by it again. But if it moves out of the ship, we just push it back in and it takes the damage immediately or has to make the save immediately. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Now it doesn't get its regeneration because it took radiant damage on its last (laughs) turn. I love that part. (laughs) <laughs> but we're going to, as a bonus action, um, innate spell casting, use Misty Step to teleport 30 feet. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> I see where yeah, you're playing nice at the moment, but <laughs> right. you had a plan. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we're going to... How do I want to do this? I'm going to go in on the guy who's making my life a liability with the wind. I have to say, this is the... I feel like Quinn doesn't get attacked at all, ever. And Murph is, t- is taking, I'm, I'm, this is fun. Yeah. I yeah. don't want him to die, but yeah, let's do this. Murph is given a whole lot in this one. Yeah. So. I'm, now, I've now been impressed getting, with his performance. Yeah. So we're going to start with uh, two of my four cleaver attacks. Yikes. Two of the four. <laughs> yeah. Because I only got two D20 on me and, yeah. you know, we're just going to start rolling two. Let's see. That's going to be a 19 against AC. Yep. And a twenty-seven against AC. Yeah, but you have you have your arcane ward up right now. Yeah, I'm about so, to say you've been casting abjuration I spells. Have. You've Let countered me, just... me twice so far. All right. Well, the first two attacks have gone through. We're rolling the second two attacks before we get into doing the damage. So let's see. That's going to be a seventeen against AC. Yep. And a thirteen against AC. Yeah. No. Okay. All, all right. right. All so right. three, three attacks four. make it through. Let's hope that ward holds up. Thank God I have mage yeah. armor. <laughs> yeah. This ain't going to be the part we like, though, because it's 2d12 plus 5 slashing. For each attack. For each one. 3d12? 2d12. So 2 plus 4, that's uh, 6. 
six plus five. That's eleven for the first one. Okay. Six. Eleven, so that's seventeen. Twenty-two for the second one. Ward's down. <laughs> two. Two. That's four plus five, and that's another nine for the third one. Okay, so twenty forty-two total. So I had 30 um, hit points, basically, from my Arcane Ward since the three counterspells I've cast. Um, so I take 12, what was it, bludgeoning? Uh, these are all slashing damage. Slashing. So I take 12 slashing damage. I am okay. Whew. All right. Yeah, that, that ward absorbed most of it. Right, you're lucky <laughs> on that one. Yeah, well, I, I don't know how much more ward you're going to be able to throw up, though. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I've I've used up a lot of my spells from the yeah. counter spell, at least my high yeah. level spells. Yeah, but that was clutch. Counter spell mm-hmm. is uh, so I I still have one spell left, and I was considering using counter spell if you were out. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm okay right now, but yeah. I'm definitely getting low. Yeah. You're this doing great, Murph. This guy isn't super tanky, but he's tanky. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're getting into Hedrick. What do you got for uh, this um? Okay. Festival of um, Hedrick, hands. I don't know. Hedrick wants to uh, position the scone right between him and the stink, the the cloud. It's uh, the sickening radiance. Yeah, sickening radiance. It's sick yeah. Yeah. and it's well, just light. I want to sand him in the stink. Uh, I'm gonna try <laughs> these whispers, uh, and I'm gonna start whispering at this creature oh, into yeah. its ears. Just an whisper. And I want to cast it at a high level, because it's only a first level. So, uh, it must it must make a wisdom saving throw. Must make a wisdom saving throw. Yes. Okay. A fifteen. That does not do it. <sighs> All right. But it's uh, I've got a seventeen. So, okay. Uh, at fifth level. It's taking 3d6 for first, then second, third, fourth, and fifth. All right. Fifth level. I'm out of everything else. (laughs) I'm out of third and fourth, and since this thing is the last thing we've got to do, I want it to be Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully you say that like you're so certain of it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, well... I think Hedrick, so far, he's buffing, and since he's still invisible, he wants to do this. It's Greater uh, invisibility. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, so, it's going to take this damage, and it, then it's going to have to use its reaction, if available, to move far as its speed allows away from me. Okay. So, hopefully, sending it, it, sending it, it into... Is it because it is frightened? It says a deafened creature automatically succeeds the save. It doesn't say anything about being frightened or charmed. It just has to move yes. 30 feet away from it. Uh, yeah, it says on a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage, must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as speed allows away from me. The creature doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground, such as a fire or a pit. Or a sickening radius. Sickening <laughs> radius is obviously dangerous ground. Well, how well, much speed does it have right now? 15. 
If yeah. it can get closer towards it, then it it's has a, none of its move left, but its move would be fifteen right now. So it has okay. to move fifteen away, but away from Hedrick and like and not into dangerous area. That's not many. That's not much space. Yeah. If it's at least moving closer towards it, I'm I'm trying to push it that way. Okay. That that's. All right, it won't move into it, but it will move towards it. To the edge of it. Yeah, because remember, it Misty stepped 30 feet right into the stuff. Right. So he's, we're going to say he was 30 feet out, because um, I feel like um, yeah. Yeah, you were about 30 feet out. Right. Yeah, so he is now 15 feet out from it. Okay. Okay. It's but taking 25 psychic damage. 25 psychic damage. All right. Ooh, 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 ooh. And then for my bonus action, I am going to start inspiring Pregnart, um, going over into his area and just started playing more music. I'm like, I really like the new gazebo, buddy. I really like your work. Is that Bouchonks, he's my friend. Bouchonks, oh, what a great name. <laughs> All right, anything else, Hedrick? Nope, he's going to hang out still invisible. All right, Pregnart, it is now your time to bring us more magic. Pregnart is skipping and dancing, doing little jigs, and um, he's going to jig his way over to cast Magic Missile. (laughs) (laughs) At at, At fourth level. All right. Um, How many do you need? This song that Hedrick is uh, playing, this uh, this adds to... No. What, is it, what does it do? What could Magic, it have done? It could have added to your attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Yeah. Oh, okay. But since Magic Missile just hits... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then. It's a great <laughs> spell for if, uh, say, you had something that caused you disadvantage, where you could use that to get around it. Mm-hmm. Well, I already said it, so yeah. here we go. That's fine. That's 20 force damage. 20 force damage, and he takes that 20 force damage. I'm curious how Pregnard casts Magic Missile, seeing as how we've gotten such a colorful description for the other, you know, uses. Um, although it doesn't affect his attack abilities in this spell, mm-hmm. he is going to be doing uh, the chicken dance to Hedrick's uh, <laughs> song. And Does Hedrick's song even go to the uh, beat of the chicken dance? Um... <laughs> It's more of a waltz. So is a chicken dance. <laughs> no, it's in four. No. Chicken dance is in four. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes it even better, I think. It just doesn't sync up at all. Well, he does the chicken dance in three. Sure. Um is that talented. On the... However that lines up with the beat, he... Casts the magic missiles from his from his. Oh my god! Uh, pew, clapping pew, pew, hands. Pew, pew. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> and yeah, so they fly out, they zing, and they do their twenty damage. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you got it, buddy. Nice job. <laughs> and what, what uh, we're really waiting for. And as this as his bonus action, uh, he's going to command Mister Bouchonks again to take a big fat crushing stomp on right. this cleaver gaunt? Yes. Cleaver gaunt. Would this be a gazebo bonus action? 
This is a oh, gazebo. God damn. My goodness. Coming been, in hot. I've been outdone. <laughs> uh, and so that is a big squashing. It's a big. Oh, can I? Yeah, you can probably add that, yes. right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, that's exactly what it's for. Yeah. As a big squashing 20 to hit, using yeah, more inspiration from that chicken dance waltz. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bouchonks, yeah. Mr. Bouchonks. And that does 20 bludgeoning damage. Well, does Mr. Bouchonks count as a magical weapon? Yes. You have to tell us. I can't remember what you said it's before. It's a floating gazebo. Animate. <laughs> animate. Point object. taken. We will, we will go with that. I feel like it was close, and you're right. It's a floating gazebo. It's a magical <laughs> weapon. It takes its 20. How dare I suggest otherwise. <laughs> Plus, its name is Mr. Bouchons. That's magical in and of itself. Yeah. It's true. It's a magic, magic name. And it is sentient on its own, right? If you lose control over it, it doesn't cease to be... It's, it's still, yeah, it no, it, it goes back to being a regular gazebo. Oh, after it does. What's left of a gazebo after you smash it into a whole bunch of things? <laughs> yeah, um, but it, the funniest part about the spell is that it has it has um, has strength and dexterity and charisma and intelligence and all that. Yeah, it has yeah. its own it has its own statue. <laughs> yeah, so if it has intelligence. <laughs> it is animated. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sentience. But the charisma is one. This, well, is, yeah. this is not a very charismatic gazebo. No. <laughs> and those numbers are there so that if, like, for right. example, it had to make a charisma saving throw. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That you makes do sense. to subtract five from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. It's not a very charismatic gazebo. Charismatic gazebo. Charismatic gazebo. That'd be a good band name. Gazebo charisma. Gazebo charisma. Gazebo charisma. All right. So uh, is there anything else coming out of uh, Pregnard's turn? Nothing's coming out of his turn or his hands or his butt or his mouth. Okay. <laughs> then we will move on to Murph. But this is Knife Man. So I, I just want to clarify something really quick before I make a decision. <laughs> so he was able to magically poof in front of me earlier. Yes. Which means he is back in my line of wind now that he's been well, pushed back. No, to the side of you. It moved laterally. Depends on yeah, where you. It moved no, laterally, it but moved then laterally moved and in then poofed in front of me towards uh, your side. That's what I'm trying to clarify. I'm gu- I'm gonna say side, because why would he volunteer yeah, poof right into the wind? He's got a point. I mean, fair. So he was, but he was pushed then 15 feet basically away in towards front it, front of me. So you just have or, to position yourself between him. That's and what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Okay, You're south of it. Yeah, um, you just have to move your distance probably to do that. So I'm going to do that. You're going to move towards it? No, well, I'm going to no. move laterally. Oh, flank it. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, blow me. All right. <laughs> so then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt this and see what happens. So, so you see Murph. He's got his hand. He kind of shimmies to the side to be in line with this thing and push it. I mean, it's not going to happen until it's his turn. Uh, but he get, he moves toward it laterally to get back into the line. He then takes his other hand and smacks it against the hand that is Doing, that the wind yeah. is coming out of. Yeah. And he says, crash! And Thunderwave comes pulsing 
out of the hand that the wind is coming out of. All right. Because it's instantaneous. Mm-hmm. does not require constitution. Concentration. concentration. That's what I meant. Which also uses However, your constitution. <laughs> right. You need to make a constitution saving throw, which is where I was getting those words mixed up. Okay. And I'm casting at third level. Okay, Sorry, we continue to make that. that at disadvantage. Oh, that hex. Oh, that hex. Money hex. That's a 13. Nope, fails. Will not do it. So what happens? Okay, so he, so because I'm casting at third level, um, it takes two D8 plus two more D8. One for each additional level. I just need one more, one more. Oh, I have. Uh, no. Oh, that's okay. So he takes ten thunder damage. Ten thunder damage. And is pushed. Is pushed ten feet toward the sickening radiance. Sickening Sick. radiance. Now he was already back 15. Right. So he's now five feet, five feet. from the sickening radiance. Five feet from the sickening radiance. Can I just say, we have a lot of people that can push things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is really advantageous. I'm yeah. saying, like, we, I feel like yeah. we are a great team right now. Yeah. For the one fucking spell I have that does radiant <laughs> damage. Like, it's actually taking quite a bit of effort on my part to even try to outsmart all of you guys' abilities right, put but together. But we're also putting every bit of effort that we have into <laughs> this one one idea. (laughs) (laughs) So really, it's going both ways here, Dave. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so that is the end of Murph's turn, then? That is the end of Murph's turn. Jarell, if you kick this thing into the Radiance, uh, you would be my hero forever. (laughs) Is Felix yelling that at Jarell? Sorry. (laughs) Jarell, if you kick this thing into that sick Radiance, I swear you would be my favorite person forever. Uh, Jarrell is going to march up to it, and first he's going to swing his sword, because I have two attacks per action. Because why not? I think he's going to do it. Uh, that hits a hit. Yeah, we know. Um, At this point, we just know it's 1d8 and 2d6. Right. (laughs) Plus another d8 for slashing. Ah, yes. Oh, that's a 1. So that's into the mic. Sorry. 13 slashing damage and 7 radiant damage on the first attack. Okay. How's this thing look? slashing, 7 radiant. It's obviously a magical weapon, so that's a full 20 right there. Yep. He is starting to show some damage, by the way. Okay. Is the sword glowing <clears throat> any harder? Um, no. The sword is not glowing any harder. I can't do anything else with my sword. So Jarrell will, I guess, am I capable of kicking this thing five feet? Um, if you have another attack, uh, that would be, we would consider an unarmed attack, and I would say... How about with his shield? Can I push it? I've used that before with my strength. Have, well, that's is that considered an action or is that considered an attack? That's up to Dave at this point. Mm-hmm. You know... <laughs> Let's treat this. I want to roll this like a grapple check. Obviously, it isn't, but I think it's uh, kind of a good analog for how you're pushing against it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, it's worth a shot. So it's so it's a strength combat, right? Strength contest. Contest. Yeah, strength contest. Uh, 
shit. And it's going to be, shit. let's see, a 13 yep, plus you won. 5, 18. Yeah. So it did not move it. I just tried to bash into it, and I just bounced back. I should have just swung at it again. Honestly, though, like... It was worth a shot, because I didn't know shot. how much damage it would have done. Right. <laughs> and made it further exhausted. And I still did radiant damage to it. You did. That's mm-hmm. true. You did yeah. radiant damage. Right. Yeah. Okay. That is good to know for if it gets to its turn. Let's see what Felix allows. <laughs> um, I'm going to have Slim give me advantage Okay. on one of my Eldritch Blasts. All right. It's one of my attack rolls. I am going to align myself so that I am looking directly at the Cleaver Gaunt, and behind the Cleaver Gaunt is the Sickening Radiance, and I'm firing three Eldritch Blasts. Fire your three Eldritch Blasts. One's at advantage. One's at advantage. I'm going to roll that one first. Yeah. 21. All right. And then... Oh, Oh my God. When you scream into the mic, please step back. (laughs) How about just not doing that? I think we should all as a group decide not to do that. I mean, I just cut my audio. Okay. Well, now you can. Because you can hear it. Sure. Sorry. Holy moly. Well, you hit with all three. Well, did you make the... You made the third roll as well, right? Yeah. 8 plus 11. Yeah, 8 plus 11 is 19. Yeah, so they will all hit, and you've got your one crit. Okay, so the crit um, is going to be pretty much (laughs) 1d10 on top of 15. So 15. 1d10 on top of 15. There's a big sigh from Dave. Dave. (laughs) 18 force damage. All right. And then uh, 15 and 14 force damage. So... And it's pushed. And it's pushed 10 feet into the stuff and has to make a con save. At disadvantage. (laughs) What is the stuff? What stuff are you? Sickening radiance. Sick. Is that the shit? The bad stuff. The stuff. Okay. So it's making that now and at the start of its turn? When it enters the area for the first time on a turn. Okay. All right. So we make the first one at disadvantage. And let's see. Ooh, I rolled 18s on both of those. So let's see. Uh, Plus eight is uh, 26. (laughs) And we'll save it. Finally. Yes. It still took a shitload of force damage. It did. Okay. Yes, it did. It is not driven. Our, uh, no, it's driven back into it, but doesn't take the nastiness no, this time. No, but I will end my turn and let it make the save again. Okay. <laughs> Which is what we will do. And we will start the turn making the save. Let's see. Yeah, that's going to be a four and a... So let's see, a 4 plus 8 is only a 12. You need to beat a 19. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, money. Okay. 27. Yep, 27 radiant damage and another point of exhaustion. Okay. All right, so it's 3, but there's nothing in there for 3, so it's just still half. Further exhausted. Yeah. And how many did you say? I said 27, 27 radiant damage. 27. Yeah, this thing's starting to show some wear. <sighs> Sweet mother of mercy. Yeah. So don't forget to make that strength check. Oh, all right. Well, we will make a strength check. Man, this combo of uh, starters. When did he was pushed in? When was he? Like, how how far in was he pushed in? 10 feet. And its movement speed was reduced by 10. But what's the radius? 30. 30. 30 foot radius. Oh, okay. All right. So he fails that strength check. And is pushed. So he's pushed 15 feet. Deeper into. So he's 25 feet in it now. In, or five feet from the other end. Okay. Right? Depending on where you no. position yourself. Radius, right? 
radius. It's a, it's so a it's 35 feet, feet from back the back to the center. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Perfect. That's where I wanted him to be. Okay. So he is way the fuck back. Mm-hmm. His movement speed is still halved. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we are into his well, turn. His movement speed is now quartered. It keeps because it's halved from exhaustion and halved from the from the wind. So he's tired yes, against is. the wind. Right. Okay. Yep. So let's see. 30 divided by 4. We're going to call that 7, seven. feet of movement. Yeah. So it's going to move 25 minus 7. Let's see. So. Come on. It's 18 feet from the edge right now. Mm-hmm. And Jarrell is still pretty close to the edge. Mm-hmm. So he's going to misty step out and right in front of Jarrell. Okay, because Jarrell is five feet from the edge trying to kick him in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he can at least get to Jarrell mm-hmm. by misty stepping. It's okay, I like that. I can deal with that. Then he'll do his 27 friggin' attacks. Uh, he's going to do his four attacks. 27 four, <laughs> you know. All right, so let's see. Just a quick. It's against a 21. All right, so a 25 will do it. A 15 won't, a 28 will, and a 16 won't. So two attacks make it in. It's mm-hmm. 2d12 plus 5, so that's 3, 6 plus 5. That's 11 slashing on the first one. Mm-hmm. Let's see, 9, and 9, 18, 19, 23 slashing on the second one. So that's 34 total? Yes. All right, and we are on to Hedrick. Yeah, um, I can still see inside the radiance. It's outside of it now. Yeah, it's it is just outside the radiance again. Uh, is it right next to Jarrell still? Yes, it's right up in Jarrell's okay, grill. I thought so. All right, um, I'm gonna stick with the uh, psychic damage because I think that's the way to go. Another dissonant whispers. Yeah, um, this time just at second level. It's my last second level. It needs to make a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. 13 psychic damage. Yeah, so it's a 9. Doesn't do it. 13 psychic damage. Describe how you kill the (laughs) Wait. We've done this before. Let's not get too excited. Um, This was a pretty big one. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I mean he's regenerated. So I'm just... Let's... You're stealing the man's moment. No, no. <laughs> I want the man have his moment. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yay. <laughs> so Hedrick slaps down. Like I'm a dickhead. <laughs> I'm not three phases right now. Uh, as I can see, I start whispering at it, and uh, I guess it's in common, but I don't know if it would be intelligible to everybody else because it's an amalgamation of insults and thoughts. Just like, oh, you're sickening, undead, evil creature. I can't stand you. You're going to die. Just... And as I see it starting to rack its brain in psychic pain, my invisibility like is going to start to shed off, and I'm just going to be staring at this thing as I pace towards it. That's just, Flipping it off. <laughs> I hope I can up. see this, because I'm doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is, this is just... Um, the fury that he's been watching this creature attack his friends and finally feeling like he was able to contribute. He's relishing in the moment a little bit and he wants everybody to see him. <laughs> that makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Yep. makes complete sense to me. So with a mild amount of terror and a large amount of panache, 
you insult the creature to death. Yay. And it dies. In horrible poverty. Sadly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe. I like to imagine these creatures crying themselves to death. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A single tear of blood drips down its eye as it slumps to its knees (laughs) and then flops over onto its face. Ooh. Kicking up a cloud of dust, which kind of uh, continues to bellow outwards. And you can see as the dust expands out, it is almost like scrubbing a thin yellow layer from the air. Good. Oh, I think we disrupted a ritual, guys. Huzzah. Oh. Yay. The screaming hasn't stopped. Uh. We're close. (laughs) Yes. So you guys have finished it. The ears still screaming in the town, but before you guys can investigate, I think this is a perfect place to sort of put a pin in this episode and uh, tell us, tell you the most important fact I could tell you today. If you like us, we can be found on the internet. We are in such places as Twitter and Instagram at hapless heroes. We are on Reddit slash r slash hapless heroes podcast. We are also on Facebook. Go search for hapless heroes podcast and you will find us. Every single one of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our discord server where you can meet us, chat with us, um, throw memes at us or artwork or pictures of uh, your handsome cats. And just Actual your Actual cats. cats. <laughs> your kitty gentlemen and or ladies. Yes. <laughs> the, the perfectly normal feline kind. Just to be clear. Dogs are cool too, by the way. Yeah, yeah like no, dogs, dogs are awesome. We, we don't have dogs. a dog channel, though. We I, li- I like other people's I, I would, dogs. I would like to add a, a dog channel to the... To the don't want to just put the dog in general. I feel like any pets can go in general. I feel like, is that the name of Dudu's dog? The dog? The dog. The dog. It's now. It is now. It is not a dog anymore. We're not sure where the dog went, but I have all these extra sausages. It should be a dog... All right, we've gone into a weird, weird place with this. As we often do. If for some reason you have heard all of these things and you still really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. We can be found just about anywhere that you find fine podcasts or podcasts staffed entirely by deranged reprobates like us. But we are on Apple iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. We are even now on Spotify. We can be listened to in all of these places and any of them that will allow you to uh, leave us a review. Please leave us a review. Just whatever you honestly think so that we can know what you think. And, you know, if if you uh, leave us a review, we'll read it on air because, you know, why not? You deserve that shout out. But if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. There are varying levels that we have on this Patreon that uh, support our continued production of this podcast. Um, Upgrading the equipment we're using... um, Going towards uh, causes that uh, sort of pizza uh, podcast occasionally pizza sometimes uh, literally other once materials. pizza <laughs> yeah. yeah literally once and pizza and I wasn't even there that day <laughs> I don't think I was there either <laughs> that was that was awesome regardless <laughs> and if you like us right now you like us Sally Field and the whole deal buy a house. 
paint it purple with green and orange polka dots. And uh, when the press inevitably show up to ask you why you painted your house so fucking stupidly, uh, tell them <laughs> that you were simply told to do it on this podcast, Hapless Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> or when the town comes to <laughs> try to force you to repaint your fucking house. When Queer Eye comes oh, yeah. to tell you to stop being such a damn fool, you will tell them, no. For I heard on Hapless Heroes podcast. Taste is objective. That taste is objective. <laughs> Tis you who is the fool. <laughs> I've got nothing else I can do here but outro our uh, cast of tastemakers here, starting from my right, playing as Hedrick, we have Phil. Oh, man, that was invigorating. Hey, guys, did you see that? Oh, shit, I feel like I could do anything right now. I'm going to go write a song, and I'm going to play to his right is Murph Eastlaw. We have Mike. What a battle, guys. We did such a great job. Good job, everybody. To his right is the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. We have Francesco. I am literally proud of each and every one of you. To his right is Lord Jarrell the Light. We have John. Until next time. And to his right, rounding out our party as Pregnart, we have Zach. My gazebo friend did a good job. Mr. Bouchonks. Holy can talk. <laughs> Mr. Bouchonks. <laughs> oh, he's not animated anymore. <laughs> oh. And with a loud thud, it crashes into the ground, blasting into splinters as it was floating. And uh, you can't no. really drop architectural uh, items like that and have them stay intact. And that was the end of Mr. Bouchonks. Ripped Mr. Bouchonks. Tear. Wrecked. 5,000. Press out. In the wind. I don't think Hedrick's going over to Paradol. He wants to put hey. his arm around him. Speaking of the end. Or not Paradol. <laughs> and all these things are sort of happening as the cameras fade out and the uh, credits flare up. My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Bye-bye now. Bye. Sayonara. So long. Paradol picks up a single Bye-bye. splinter. Sheds a single tear. He will regrow, Mr. Bouchons. <laughs> well, that's that's all I wanted to do was just like bigger than before. Say a couple <laughs> words for the stronger Moscow Zebo. We can rebuild. We have the technology. <laughs>